Good morning, my adventuresome friends. This is Jim Hinckley's America, and as you know, I am in the adventure business. On today's program, it's more ghost towns, a surprising destination or two, and of course, a few surprises. Our adventure begins with a hearty thank you to the boys of the road crew for our theme song. We need to give a shout out to this week's sponsor, Grand Canyon Caverns and Inn. Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America. I've been stopping at this wonderful place for more than 50 years, and it still seems magical. As a bonus, the pie is absolutely delicious. Last week I enjoyed a piece of chocolate cream pie as big as my head and now can't decide which flavor is best. Perhaps I need to stop by next week for a comparison test. And of course, this program and Jim Hinckley's America are also made possible through support of our crowdfunding initiative on the Patreon platform. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Jim Hinckley's America. Let's kick off this morning's road trip with a bit of odd trivia. Baldwin, Missouri was named for John Ball. In 1837, he plotted the town on his farm near Fishpot Creek along the Manchester Road west of St. Louis and recorded it as Ball Show. Two days later, for reasons that we can only imagine, an amendment changed the name to Baldwin. Route 66 has had an effect on every town through which it passed, regardless of size, and Little Baldwin was no exception. The service station directory published by the American Automobile Association in 1946 lists Baldwin Motor Company for approved service, as well as three other garages. It remained a small community, even after incorporation in 1950. The widening of Manchester Road in 1963 and suburban development served as the catalyst for growth and transition mirrored its status as a major retail area. Today, the line between Baldwin and its metropolitan neighbors is pretty blurred, and the town seems more like a suburb. Hey, let's head west and visit a ghost town, a forgotten little place that was never more than a proverbial wide spot in the road. Initial settlement of Bard, New Mexico, just west of the Texas state line, dates to 1906. And by 1908, there was enough population to warrant establishment of a post office. For reasons unknown, the following year, acceptance of an amended post office application changed the name to Bard City. A bit of uh, optimism, I suppose. And then, to add a bit of confusion, another one in 1913 that changed it back to Bard. Origins for the name has been lost over the years. Numerous stories claim the name derives from the association a pioneering family had with a railroad siding named Bard in Texas. Another legend is that the founders had a fascination with the Bard from England, Shakespeare. However, the most probable namesake is the Bar D Ranch, operating in the area at the time of the town's establishment. On three different occasions, the entire town relocated to capitalize on the change in traffic patterns from predominantly railroad to automotive. Route 66 gave the old town a bit of an economic boost. A 1946 highway guide indicates a population of 26. 
and a sparse business district consisting of a gas station, garage, and post office. Today, Bard is a true ghost town. Russell's truck stop opened near the site in late 2009. This unique complex blends the modern all-purpose travel center with an automotive museum and Route 66 gift shop. Another forgotten place in New Mexico is Barton. A post office under this name was established in 1908. It continued in operation through 1936 until the population plummeted. In a guidebook to Highway 66 published in 1946, Jack Rittenhouse noted that services in the remote New Mexico hamlet included a gas station, grocery store, and a few cabins. Today, there's little to mark the site aside from scattered ruins and foundations. Let's move from empty places on the plains in New Mexico to the big city for our next stop. Unofficially, the third oldest eatery in continuous operation in Los Angeles County is Barney's Beanery, established by John Barney Anthony in 1927 at its current location, 8447 Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood. The Beanery is a major landmark on Route 66 and an icon among aficionados of movie and music history. Excellent but simple food, the charitable nature of the owner, and down-to-earth atmosphere quickly transformed the Beanery into a destination for thousands of travelers and for people relocating to the Los Angeles area. At some point in the 1930s, the tradition of donating the license plate from the customer's home state began, and today the ceiling above the bar is festooned with a wide array. However, the truth is a bit more harsh, as some weren't actually collateral for dinner bills. It was also during this period that the owner began developing a reputation for lending a hand to writers in need of finances between checks. In 1945, Hollywood Nightlife magazine featured a profile of the beanery and noted, Barney Anthony is a name known to most writers who at one time or another have been broke in this town. Barney's always made sure they had food and a little cash to tide them over. The Route 66 Dining and Lodging Guide, 15th edition, published by the National Historic Route 66 Federation, listed the restaurant as a very special must-stop location. Since we're in California, let's talk about Barstow, that dusty warren at the heel town perched on the western edge of the Mojave Desert. The earliest historic reference of a community in the Mojave River at the current site of Barstow was a stop on the Mojave Road labeled as Fish Pond in the 1860s. At that time, it was little more than a stage station, blacksmith shop, a couple of saloons, and a couple of tents that served as a hotel. In 1882, with the completion of the railroad past the site and establishment of a switchyard, the name became Waterman Junction, an honorarium for Robert W. Waterman, famous investor and developer who would serve as governor of California from 1887 to 1891. The change to Barstow came in 1886, shortly after acquisition of the railroad by the Atchison, Topeka, and Santa Fe Railroad. The name change was in deference to William Barstow Strong, the president of the railroad at that time. In addition to the establishment of a rail yard, the community profited as a supply center for area mines and ranches. With the establishment of the Arrowhead Trail and the National Old Trails Road in 1913, Route 66 after 1926, Barstow also became an important service center for motorists traveling the high desert. A book published by the Arizona Good Roads Association, Los Angeles Phoenix Route Map, in 1914, lists the central garage and machine works with hotel attached. 
Surprisingly, as evidenced by the hotel, garage, service station, and AAA club directory of 1927, there was little improvement concerning services travelers by that time. As this directory does not list recommended lodging for Barstow, however, it does list the Barstow garage as an approved repair facility. This is in stark contrast to the 1940 AAA directory of motor courts and cottages that lists the Casa Loma Motel, Holland Motel, Kale Court, Rio Grande Cottages, and Tom Tyler Motor Inn. The Jack Rittenhouse Guide of 1946 is a little less restrictive. It lists five hotels, 17 auto courts and motels, and five garages. The 1954-55 to AAA Western Accommodations Directory lists nine recommended motels, all on Main Street, Route 66. The motels in this guide are Brant's Motel, Cactus Motel, Desert Lodge Motel, The Dunes Motel, El Carlos Motel, Holland Motel, Sage Motel, Sands Motel, and Skyview Motel. The three recommended restaurants were also on Main Street. These are the Broiler, the Cliff House, and the El Rancho Cafe. One existing historic motel of special note is the El Rancho, with its towering sign, Cliff Chase built this complex in 1947 almost entirely from discarded railroad ties. This property today serves as a senior housing facility, but its future is uncertain as a series of fires, including one that destroyed the former restaurant in the spring of 2011, may make the cost of repairs and renovation not economically feasible. Barstow has a rather unique claim to fame. In spite of its age, you'll be challenged to find many buildings built before 1925. That was the year the expansion of the rail yard by the Atchison, Topeka, and Santa Fe Railroad necessitated the relocation of almost the entire town towards current location on Main Street, south of the railroad. The most notable exception to the relocation was the Casa de Deserito, House of the Desert, a Harvey House and Railroad Office Complex completed in 1911. Recently restored, this facility currently houses the Railroad Museum as well as the Route 66 Mother Road Museum that opened on July 4, 2000. Well, amigos, that is all the time we have this week. I hope you enjoyed the adventure and that you can join us again for another episode of 10 Minutes with Jim next week when we follow Route 66 to Kansas and points west. Rest assured that I'll have a few surprises and a few more recommendations for places where you can enjoy a hearty slice of pie and some good coffee. If you can't wait until then and need suggestions for pie, for dinner, for must-see locations, for a great place to rest the weary head, check out jimhinkleysamerica.com. One more quick note. The countdown is underway until release of the new book, Murder and Mayhem on the Main Street of America, Tales from Bloody 66. Have you pre-ordered your copy? Come along for the ride Jim Hinckley's America Jim Hinckley's America